supervisor. Presently, he said, Well, tell them we have no facilities for an honor reception. This planet is devoted to knowledge and research. Tell them to come in at the regular field. I'll obey my code and any government order of which I'm capable, but we simply don't have the facilities for what they're asking. The director cut the switch on his visor, turned to Coogan. Oh, Vincent, I see you avoided the Hesperides, Greenrot. Now I presume you're anxious to learn why I called you back from there. Same old didactic, pompous humbug, thought Coogan. He said, I'm not exactly a robot, and shaped his mouth in a brief, wry smile. A frown formed on Patterson's bluish lips. We've a new government, he said. Is that why you called me in? asked Coogan. He felt an upsurge of all the resentment he'd swallowed when he'd received the callback message. In a way, yes, said Patterson. The new government is going to censor all library broadcasts. The censor is on that ship just landing. They can't do that, blurted Coogan. The Charter expressly forbids chosen broadcasts or any interference with library function. I can quote you. Patterson interrupted him in a low voice. What is the first rule of the library code? Coogan faltered, stared at the director. He said, Well, paused while the memory came back to him. The first rule of the Galactic Library Code is to obey all direct orders of the government in power. For the preservation of the library, this must be the primary command. What does it mean? demanded Patterson. It's just words that... More than words, said Patterson. A faint color crept into his old cheeks. That rule has kept this library alive for eight thousand years. But the government can't, when you're as old as I am, said Patterson. You'll realize that governments don't know what they can't do until after they cease to be governments. Each government carries the seeds of its own destruction. So we let them censor us, said Coogan. Perhaps said Patterson, if we're lucky. The new Grand Regent is the leader of the Gentle Ignorance Party. He says he'll censor us. The trouble is, our information indicates he's bent on destroying the library as some kind of an example. It took a moment for Coogan to accept the meaning of the words. Destroy? Put it to the torch, said Patterson. His censor is his chief general and hatchet man. Doesn't he realize this is more than a library? asked Coogan. I don't know what he realizes, said Patterson. But we're faced with a primary emergency, and to complicate matters, the entire staff is in a turmoil. They're hiding arms and calling in collection ships against my express orders. That Taurus Silchan has been around telling every- Taurus? Yes, Taurus. 
your boon companion, or whatever he is. He's leading this insurrection, and I gather that he— Doesn't he realize the library can't fight a war without risking destruction? asked Coogan. Patterson sighed. You're one of the few among the new generation who realizes that, he said. Where's Taurus? demanded Coogan. I'll- There isn't time right now, said Patterson. The Grand Regent's hatchet man is due any minute. There wasn't a word of this out on Hesperides, said Coogan. What's this Grand Regent's name? Leader Adams, said Patterson. Never heard of him, said Coogan. Who's the hatchet man? His name's Pachak. Pachak what? Just Pachak. He was a coarse man with overdrawn feet.